now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Podcast. This is Grabbing Lunch. This is episode 53. Uh, as I'm recording this, it is Thanksgiving weekend 2014. Uh, I think we all have a lot to be grateful for. Um, this is episode 53, as I said. Uh, episode 52 uh, was Helen Slater. And Rob Watsky, it was my one-year anniversary, and uh, like to give a quick shout-out and thank you to Mark Hershon, who was kind enough to write up the Grabbing Lunch podcast in the Huffington Post and Split Cider. So uh, Mark is celebrating his 100th anniversary of his podcast, The Succotash Show. So find him and support him at Succotash Show on Twitter. He basically does a show that's a, um, a potpourri of podcasts, does a little tidbits of, uh, of a bunch of different shows every week. Uh, and it's really funny, and it's uh, bite-sized, and Mark's a great guy. So find Succotash Show, and congratulations, Mark, on your 100th episode. Uh, this is my 53rd episode, which is uh, not 100. If you listen with any degree of regularity, you know that I record and release an episode every Saturday. I did not release an episode last Saturday because I was hosting the St. Jude Give Thanks Walk for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Los Angeles at Paramount Studios. Um, it was a great event and, you know, just a constant reminder that we all have a lot to be grateful for. The event raised over $300,000. But it is not too late to make a donation to St. Jude. St. Jude, uh, if you don't know about the organization, it's for um, children who are suffering cancer and other life-threatening diseases. They pay 100% of the children's treatment, and they freely share their research with all hospitals to, to save even more lives. Uh, it costs $2 million a day to run St. Jude's. So events like this are, are, are really important, and that's where they get a majority of their funding. So uh, go to stjude.org to make a donation and to get involved. Uh, you'll be glad that you did. So there's that. So um, moving on to episode 53, this is my lunch with Christian Duguay and Emily Maya Mills. Uh, this is actually done at the Smokehouse in Burbank, uh, the Smokehouse is actually right across the street from Warner Brothers Studios. It's uh, kind of an iconic uh, restaurant. You go in there, and there's just a bunch of, like, old wood on the walls, if that makes any sense. You can almost see the rat pack sitting in a corner somewhere. So that's where we went uh, with Christian DeGay, Emily Maya Mills. Christian DeGay, you may uh, remember him uh, from being a series regular on Mad TV. He's also a writer and executive producer of the show's ridiculousness on MTV, as well as Fantasy Factory with uh, with Rob Deerdick. And 
you can find them at Twitter, at Christian Duguay. And um, not that there'll be any confusion about who sounds like who, uh, but Christian Duguay's voice sounds like this. Yeah, he did like 20 encores. <laughs> That's not, I'm not exaggerating. He came out in a new outfit every time. By the end, even the ushers didn't know if he was going to come back, and there mm-hmm. was no one left. There were just people on the floor. Yeah. And uh, it became like a comic, like a sketch almost, because it'd be like, all right, everybody out, everybody out. Boom, <laughs> Come back out in a new fantastic outfit. Who is Christian talking about? Well, you just have to listen and find out for yourself. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, like I said, at Christian Duguay, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-D-U-G-U-A-Y, at Christian Duguay. Joining us at the table at the Smokehouse is Emily Maya Mills. You have seen Emily uh, on Comedy Bang Bang on IFC. She's also uh, been in The Birthday Boys, which is a great show. Harry's Law, Key and Peel, Life and Times of Tim, Parks and Recreation. I could go on and on. And I learned uh, as we were sitting down over lunch, she just shot an episode of uh, The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So Emily is a fantastic comedian and actress. She's always very busy. And you can find her at Emily Maya Mills on Twitter, E-M-I-L-Y-M-A-Y-A-M-I-L-L-S. Emily Maya Mills and EmilyMayaMills.com. And um, just so you know, in case you think we might sound like her and get confused, uh, her actual voice sounds like this. He got me out of it somehow, talking to the cops. But in some weird mix-up, I left that night without my passport, and then just didn't. It was before cell phones, so I just like didn't have my passport. Right. And I was like, <laughs> "Well, I hope David Schwege has my passport." And then I had to just sleep on a bunch of trains, pretend to be asleep all the way through like five countries. <laughs> Did David Schwege have Emily's passport? Well, you just have to listen and learn for yourself. On episode 53 of the Grabbing Lunch podcast, uh, make sure and go to grabbinglunch.com. You can see pictures of my guests. You can listen to previous episodes that we've done. Uh, You can hyperlink to conversation topics uh, that we bring up over the meal. Or, uh, God bless you, you can even make a donation to the show. Plus, a portion of every donation goes to support the L.A. Food Bank here in Los Angeles. That is at GrabbingLunch.com. We're also at GrabbingLunch on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash GrabbingLunch. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a follow on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, Grabbing Lunch. I don't think I could find any more venues for social media for the podcast. So if you like it, uh, share it with a friend. Uh, Send me an email. It's uh, grabbinglunch at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and uh, love to hear who you are, where you're listening from, and um, a special hello and and shout-out of thanks to uh, regular listeners Christy Smart and Bob Allen. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Um, It's the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. New episodes come out every week, buddy, Uh, including this week. This is episode 53 with Christian Duguay and Emily Maya Mills at the Smokehouse in Burbank. Let's eat. A romantic brunch. <laughs> I'll get up. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you here. Yes. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Everything. Oh God.
cancel it all. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt your shattering loneliness. <laughs> oh, no, guys, come on, join me, please. Is this cool? Is this, this is great. amazing. This is great. Uh, I love this place. I come here with Shane all the time. Oh, you do? In the middle of the afternoon. Oh, that's great. It's, I came um, here once by myself and was like, we should come here. Yeah. We should come here all the time. I've been here one time before, but it's so, like, I mean, like the dark wood oh and my gosh. the pictures. And I had a martini when I was here, and I might have one again. I think you should. I think <laughs> if you don't have a martini, it's kind of a loss. <laughs> How dare you? You're yeah, actually required to have a drink. We they gave us a shot on our way in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. I, oh, I don't do shots. You do now. Yeah. Did you go to the smokehouse? I'm not sure. Let me smell your breath. <gasps> okay. You were there. You were there. Yeah, the, I've only been here one time before. It was, um, it's like a couple years ago. I, was, I had like a really small part in the movie Gangster Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. saw Ruben yesterday. And, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Is he a yeah. buddy of yours? He, well, he was uh, one of the creators of Fantasy Factory. And so, so he'll, oh, I didn't know he that. He will show up to talk story and stuff sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If you see him again, tell him I said, Oh, I will, hey. definitely. I did like that, and I worked like on a commercial with him too. But they had the premiere like across the street at Warner Brothers. Yeah. And then I like came here, actually Marta and I sat in that booth. It was like one of those nights where you like feel so legit. Yeah. <laughs> just watch my premiere. This place. And then there's the rest of the nights. Yeah. yeah. This place has a classic Hollywood legitimacy. Agreed. Yeah. Didn't do it. Well, I think, um, I'm, I'm just assuming, I don't know, but uh, George Clooney's Smokehouse Pictures or whatever, that's like the name of his production company. Oh, interesting. Because I think he just like shot ER and they would just come across the street all the time. And oh, interesting. Have drinks and hang out, so it's like well, Smokehouse. Because there's this tiny cafe down the street that I was commenting the other day that I'm surprised it still exists because it just looks sort of, in the context of all the like hip cafes and right. coffee shops that are now, just right. looks like lost in time. Is it like the cacao, the, that one with like the olive? Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Um, I actually, just because I tried to record, I did an episode with Brian Kiley and Josh Comers, yeah. and, you know, they ride on Conan, and they had to come across the street because they had, like, an hour. And I was like, well, let's go to, like, this cacao thing. Um, we ended up having to go down, like, two more because apparently the guy's like, he's like, well, it's kind of quiet now, but... In about half an hour, the Ellen crowd shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the people that work on the show? Or the post-Ellen show? That, I think the oh, audience members, the they like cut them loose and they're like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they're so full of dance. They're all danced up. <laughs> <laughs> they're just filled to their eyeballs with dance. <laughs> just purses full of swag. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you might want to... He's like, I want your business, but... Something to think about. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Full of swag. I did a bit on that show one time. Not a bit, but like it was like, come and be, pretend. We're going to play a game where she has to guess. She and Heidi Klum have to guess who's pregnant and who's not. Right. So we were all, you know, fake pregnant. Right. Oh, oh great. Thank you. How are you? Good, good, good. Can I give you something to drink here? I think she wants a martini. <laughs> do, do you want a martini? Let me think about that. Uh, a martini there. Yeah. yeah, I bet you. I bet. Okay. I've had one before. I'll get a, I'll get a coffee. Coffee sure you Got it. Take your time. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm working a coffee myself. So how's this work? Yeah. Is this already working? Oh, we've been recording oh, since you walked Oh, this is great. This is, whatever your idea of the show is, um, this is the show. <laughs> right? I thought we were going to clip in mics or right. something. I no, I thought about doing that, but it just felt too inconvenient. Yeah. Especially if somebody has to plug the meter or use a bathroom. So. Yeah, use These the are bathroom. cool little okay. mics, too. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Hey, you know, 
How's it going? Little low pro. <laughs> and then nobody, there's, nobody really ever says boo about it. Yeah. And then if anyone ever says, like, what is this? I'm like, I'm interviewing people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have an interview with someone. Right. Yeah. What did well, I, you can't. What did journalists do back in the day when they had... I know, right? Copper. I read something about, like, Prince's lore about how Prince, the musician, when he when he was coming up, like he's like, I can't be interviewed. He, he's like, he's like, you can interview me, but you can't record it. You can't audio record. It, you can't tape it. So people would have to literally take take notes and try and remember all the things that he said. So there were so many things that were like misinformation and misquotes and all this like kind of mystery, mm. and it all happened because he's like, my voice can never be recorded. Oh, that's yeah. it almost like became his. I don't know. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not true, it's like, oh, it's shrouded in mystery. <laughs> I don't know. Need some more cream. Thanks. Prince's uh, got a new album out. God bless him. Yeah. I think mean, he did that residency at the uh, the Forum, too. Oh, did you yeah. go? I didn't. Oh, uh, my wife was amazing. Yeah. So, did, did you go? Yeah, he did like 20 encores. <laughs> That's not, I'm not exaggerating. He came out in a new outfit every time. By the end, even the ushers didn't know if he was going to come back, and there mm-hmm. was no one left. There was just people on the floor, yeah. and uh, it became like a comic, like a sketch almost, because it'd be like, "All right, everybody out, everybody out, boom, <laughs> come back out a new fantastic outfit." <laughs> Gary, Gary, come back, usher. <laughs> but he was just doing that with his like, mouth. He didn't he was... even have a guitar. <laughs> okay, Prince, you know what? We're okay. We've heard enough. You started to question your ability to party at that point. You were right. like, oh, you can just you can just kill me with your music eventually. <laughs> I'll just dance until I die. <laughs> a little bit Which, like the Ellen crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone left the forum with their purses full of merch. Yeah. I was actually in uh, Portland and I saw it was like this little theater. It probably held like like 100, 150. And then like on the I was just like walking the streets, you know, when you get into a city and and on the marquee it said Prince, but the marquee was probably like like five feet by like three feet and it was just the one word Prince. I was like, well, they're maybe doing some like puppet show or something. (laughs) <laughs> but it was really him, and he, I guess he was just like working stuff out. But I was like, this is the most undersold. <laughs> and it was just like two years ago. You know, Where was two that? years ago. Up in Portland. Wow. I think I was up there for Bridgetown or something. And, you know, <laughs> so he's just like, like a coffee by. bean. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> really, you never would have thought it was him. <laughs> but it was. Wait a second. It was noon. It was noon. He was making coffee. He was like, oh, this is Let's all get crazy. Yeah. I could see him sliding in to the culture up there and kind of being, right. you know, indecipherable from like the 20-somethings that came out on a bus to hang out on the right. bridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was always a prince. The Portland, well, you were just up there last weekend. Or this yeah, weekend. yeah. How was the festival? It was really what was fun. It the, uh, all, all, all Jane, Jane no, no Dick. All Jane, no yes, right. indeed. It was, yeah, All Jane, no Dick. It was really fun. Those lineups were so strong. I think those guys did a really good job, like, just kind of keeping their eyes peeled and vetting um, who they wanted to be in it. And it was solid. Cool. The audiences were super solid. It was really fun. Nice. Was just exhausted the whole time. The best sure. part was that on our way to the first show... 
Kate, Berlant, and I, and whoever else was in our car, we decided to go. We were like, can you take us to Whole Foods on the way? <laughs> we got a bunch of salad, <laughs> hot box salad. Like, any other festival, you'd be eyeballs deep in street meat mm-hmm. by then. Like, it was just very right. girly of us. Well, they were probably, like, judging you because you went to Whole, you know, Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, like, right. Let's go to Andy's all again. <laughs> you know, like, they can know a place that's even sub. It's so, it's really local. Yeah. It's just a little farm that follows you around. <laughs> it's the so Whole Foods. Small. not local enough. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Whole Foods. They only sell one kind of persimmon. <laughs> No, I do like it up there. It's uh, uh, a friend of mine just got a job for Nike, so now oh. he's up there. He's up there full time. But uh, you know, I was texting back and forth, and he's like, "Boy, it sure rains a lot." You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you can read yeah. into the subtext of the the email. Oh, I love the job. Everything's going great. I love how they say that the uh. Nike factory is up there. Oh, really? China's up there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have China up there. The whole place, huh? We import, yeah, the Chinese children to <laughs> Portland. Uh, yeah, you know. What do hey, they have up there? Keeping it local. Do they, make, do they make shoes? Or are they they like, have the ha- night, like headquarters. Headquarters. Corporate, corporate headquarters. Offices. They're like in the same way Apple is in, you know, Cupertino. Also. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a good, good example Cupertino? of it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Right. It's just a pneumatic tube that goes <laughs> straight to China. <laughs> It's okay, they can come here without a visa, as long as they're making products. But if they're not, then they're not That includes during the flight. <laughs> that could be 11 hours of productivity. Come on. Chop, chop. Uh, I did meet a jewelry maker who mentioned uh, that he, his friend worked for Nike in some kind of elevated corporate position. He's mm. like, but he's still a cool guy. Oh, that's okay. You guys ready to order? Uh, did sure. you guys look at the menu? Do you I know did. what you're... What are you going to get? I'm going to get a Caesar salad with salmon. Yum. Like a yeah, real yeah. lady. Sounds now, good. if the waiter says yum, That's it feels good. like you've made a <laughs> correct choice. Right? Yeah. Sounds good. You want, you want a blackened salmon? Sure. That's why I like it. That sounds good. All the same thing. It does. Uh, and I'm going to do the Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the only sandwich that comes with the revenge fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got it. Uh, and if I could get a top off of coffee, of that'd be course. great. You got it, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. You want a drink or anything? I'm still thinking about what it is that I want. You're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get a martini. Right. The, the thing about martinis here was they give you almost like something like two shots. So it's oh, kinda, yeah. It's kind of Well, working. that's the thing is that that's not what I need. <laughs> <laughs> it's like probably not. I what got I you. Right. You look like someone who hates productivity. <laughs> <laughs> you look like someone with nowhere to go and nowhere to be. You take your time. You take your time. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. um, if we were closer to happy hour or something like yeah, I'm right. a terrible day drinker. I mean, I can pull it off sometimes, but right. in general, it always looks better than it is. I understand. I'm the same way. If I did, I'd probably get a drink. I have a show tonight, but it's in like seven hours, but yeah. I still know I've, yeah. I get too wet. Yeah, yeah. I get too wet. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you doing a show? Uh, I'm at the Improv. Nice. Uh, I just got a call. Oh, you're, are you this doing? Uh, is that that's Chris's? Is it Chris's show? No, it's uh, Alan Havy. Okay. Like I got the call from Jamie Flam this morning, who yeah. you know books everybody. He's like, I really need like a good host that knows like the what the host does, you know, yeah. like the perfunctory things. Because it's it's Alan Havy, it's Brian Kiley, it's Lori Kilmartin, and it's Tom Papa. 
fun. It's great. Uh, and he's it's just great. like, yeah, so just, you know, what time do 10 at the top and, you, you know, yeah. bring them up. Yep. Bring them up. Facilitate. Facilitate, yeah. yeah. And it's it's all roads lead to Alan Havey. Yeah. And it's his show, so if you can get the get the temperature of the room right, that makes all the difference. That's great. Yeah, so. You're cool. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, Let's not get... Good. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Well, I, I remember, like, the first time I... Oh, hey, thanks. Ever performed uh, at the Improv. It was, like, an open mic. It was, like, 1.30 in the morning. And it was, like, 10 years ago. But I was like, I am Isaiah yeah. at the Improv. And there was, like, six people. And they were all waiting to go up after me. Yeah. And I was just getting, like, all, like, flush and, you know. Yeah. There is that kind of... Legacy and lineage, there is, you know, yeah. stuff, the right. stuff that I respect. So. Yeah, it's a really great. I think Chris stage. Fairbanks is doing the late show there tonight. Yeah, I noticed that too. I think it's Chris and um, Karen Kilgariff and Nate Craig I think and Jamie, some other Jamie people. Lee and Jamie Lee. Think. So there you go. Yeah. So I'll definitely, you know, once I punch out, I'll yeah. you know hang, hang, hang out. out. Yeah. yeah. Ironically enough, the uh, the hosting gig pays the most of any of the spots at the Improv. Because you do host, and it's like, it's like 35, 38. Oh, nice. And if you just do 10 minutes, and you get like $8 or $10 or something like that. So, you know, you almost bought it. You need me to host anything? Yeah. It's totally fine. I mean, especially something like for Alan, you know. You guys are watching Night After Night. Because the early Comedy Central days, I think it was back when it was called the Comedy Channel. Oh. I used to watch his show all the time. I don't know if I remember what Night After Night was. I mean, I definitely watched yeah. the channel when it first came out, and it was mainly mainly just like uh, it was just stand up mostly. Yeah, yeah. And, and then there was like, like Dr. the A List with like Kathy like Ladman and Jerry yeah. Sobel and you know yeah. Kevin Meany. Comedy Central was before? It was before it became Comedy Central. I think it was like the Comedy Channel. It was just like, it was mostly, it was very centered around stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. And you would just see, remember Adam Sandler was kind of like an early mm -hmm. figure that you'd see on there. But it was just like sets sometimes. Cool. Yeah. It was a little bit of programming. Mm -hmm. I like that. And then he used to do this thing called the Audience of One, where people could write in and be his audience member. But it was just one person. And he would sit there, and he's like, "Well, now, now it's time to get to know the audience of one." And so it wasn't—it was a live—I don't know if it was live or taped, but it had—it was a late-night show. But there was just one person there outside the crew. That's amazing. Yeah, so I just remember that night. It sounds know. so like antique, like early television. Yeah, early, that's true. Early Kovacs used to use the medium of television. Suspend disbelief. Yeah, improvise the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. It does feel so free though, the way like what you're yeah. describing is so cool. Like you just would never Yeah. Compared to what networks are now. Show. True. Yeah. Yeah, true. So I mean look, Sid Caesar and like your show of shows is just like, all right, we're we're going live in two hours and he just would go out there and you know like improvise, but you know, I don't know. It was just it sounds like such a workhorse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, that's the thing about uh, televised improv. Um, like in that, in the context of a live show and someone just hosting and riffing, mm -hmm. that would be so cool to watch. Like if you're doing long form improv, it's hard to televise because people are like, "You didn't make that up. That's written." Or right. there's no there's no way to really convey the live. Right. Like they're creating a story yeah. on the spot. Yeah. Because you cut to commercial and there's. It's true. Like, yeah, they they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm yes. glad this podcast is getting this fan over here. Sure, we, got fans. Very, <laughs> we got a lot of fans. We got a lot of fans, guys. Between us, our fans are all here. <laughs> uh, Win Dixie, yeah, a fan. It would be great if we just collected an audience during this lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only did like one, and I'm air quoting, like live. It was at uh, uh, High Plains, where I, I just went to the past pickup. At, for, at this place called Illegal Peach, which is like the festival sponsor, and I just sat down for like an hour or so, and whoever came by, I would sit down and talk with them as they were kind of like, you know, yeah. twerking the room. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, oh, I did a live podcast, and, and my wife was like, aren't they all live? They are, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, those, all those dead podcasts, they don't really <laughs> sell as much. Andy Peters was doing some of that at South by. That was really fun. It was just kind of wherever you were at a barbecue or yeah. backstage or something. Wander Town. Yeah, that was yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah, the comedy Wander Town. Yeah, it's fun. We did a bunch. Uh, he and Andy Haynes and I went to Bay City's Deli in oh, yeah. Santa Monica. We did, a, did an episode there. So we need a lot of food. Of this, of this podcast? Yeah, there. Okay. Of, of, well, I've three podcasts at once. <laughs> three at once. <laughs> folded in. Three at once is a good idea. We all three of us should have our own podcast going on right now. All per- repurposing the material for our own. My podcast bend. theme is like. My podcast is one guy who goes to different lunches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's about a woman who always sends the waiter away without deciding what she wants to drink. Right. And he's actually doing, the waiter's doing a podcast about judging guests. <laughs> <laughs> it has two shots in it. I think you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Your hands look like they're shaking, <laughs> so don't worry. This podcast is Dozen One of Martini. Uh, who are we kidding? <laughs> who are we kidding? Is there a martini lunch or a <laughs> drinking show? It feels pretty ripe. Oh, yeah, sloshy. Mm-hmm. Well, we can make this. We can turn this into a different podcast really quick right now. I've been at some lunches where I've had, you know, a, a, a like a Bloody Mary or something. You're just like, I feel slightly more confident. It's really the it's yeah. the drink of the secret alcoholic. It's mm-hmm. the Bloody Mary. Yeah, except like, it's, it's nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got lycopene. <laughs> That sounds authentic enough. I don't even know what that means. The tomatoes have lycopene. I don't even know what that is, but it's supposed to be really good for you. Thank God. Yeah, my doctor said I wasn't getting enough shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get uh, a couple shrimp in that, some celery, and two hard-boiled eggs, and then it's breakfast? (laughs) Yeah. Could I also get shit-faced? Make that a reality for me. It's important to get your daily dose of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> Horseradish. My last name's really McKinley's. Try to keep the family name. Isn't it McKinley's? Uh, McKinley like the president. The mix? Mm, Is it a mix? No, I think like the Tabasco with the green cap. The, it's mixed something. The, oh, the, the parent company or the actual Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they should have done a better job. <laughs> <laughs> if they had branded themselves, they'd they be getting to do some free advertising. Seven points of contact. I haven't only heard of them four times, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name drop them. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Are, are you guys doing shows this weekend, or 
Well, actually, I saw your name um, for the UCB show tomorrow. tomorrow the yeah. Cordry show. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I've done Exciting. that one before. Yeah. It's really fun. It's like different because mm. you're reading published pieces, and like it ends up being really fascinating and funny. And I think this one, this time, I'm splitting it with Brian Husky. Like we're doing a a dual thing that won't be rehearsed beforehand, so it'll be yeah. fun and interesting. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Very in the moment. Yeah. That's how I like to keep it right here, right now. <laughs> that way, in case it fails, like we didn't rehearse. Yeah. You guys don't understand. This is yeah, this is on the fly. That's the philosophy I live by. <laughs> don't try too hard. Yeah, that's right. Explain the results by your lack of effort. Well, it's, it's just I didn't, you know. When you're losing by twenty, that's when you kind of. <laughs> you guys don't understand. We're not trying. <laughs> yeah. That has yeah. always been. Someone said something the other night. Like oh, I like your new something chunk. And I was like, you feels old. I've done it ten times. We're like stop being an improviser. Like you have to do your jokes for a while. Right. That's one thing. You're, after ten, it does feel like you've been doing it for seven years, yeah. and you feel guilty. And that's just if you're not traveling enough. I guess you just feel like you're just doing it right here. Everyone's seeing it all right. the time. Yeah, it always feels like there's at least one person in the audience going, "Oh, this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess he doesn't write anymore." <laughs> and then there's yeah. one person on stage saying the same thing. Yeah. And it's you. Oh, this again. Yeah. Is it in the radio? Yeah, yeah. There is something about like going out and doing hours on the road and stretching your legs, and it's less precious. Yeah. Here, I mean, there's 80 billion people, and, and everyone has like, all right, we can hook you up and give you 12 minutes. Yeah. yeah, Thank you. yeah. yeah. Normally we give 10 minutes, but a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> 12. Okay. I know. There's like, he's talking about doing 20 minutes tonight, which is unheard of. Cool. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, there's a show I was was going to do tonight, and uh, I canceled it. But it's a little show in uh, Westwood that you can do. You can do 20 minutes. Yeah. But I'm trying to finish a, a, a pilot script, and I'm. It seems like every weekend I'm like it has to be done right now. Right. Um, and I'm just trying to dedicate the whole weekend to finishing that. There's those self-imposed deadlines. That's the one thing nobody says. Like you know, outside of like someone who's expecting it, like October 15th. There's yeah. no one who's like Christian. I think it's time to. Get your ass in the chair, you know. <laughs> it's true. If you yeah. don't crack the whip on yourself. Yeah. I say that to myself just as much. Yeah. 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 Well, well you do. You do kind of have not deadlines, but it's like I actually have to have it done on Monday. <laughs> 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 A manager is expected on Monday, and right. I. I've gone through so many rewrites of it, and I've driven her crazy about it. Like I, I need to make this last tweak in it, and I can't quite figure it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of those panic weekends where I, you, you don't really sleep, and you wake up. We were joking. I was just going to try to sleep and see if it came to me in a dream. But just keep. <laughs> sleeping. But just sleep all day. I've been sleeping all day. Why haven't I finished? Yeah, sometimes that's a good thing. That passage between a sleep and wake state is right. like great. So if you just keep doing that all day. Yeah. Maybe right. like, <laughs> it's one of those weekends where you're doing some guy's lunch podcast and you don't want to. And it's... This is my... We have actual real deadlines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is our fun thing plan. This is the fun thing. Yeah, this yeah. is the fun thing plan for me, too. If I wasn't here, I'd just be in the shower probably. <laughs> 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. 
good, good Almost call. done. It's a good hiding place, though, to shower. <laughs> Especially just <laughs> getting <drought>. clean. <laughs> You're the anti-drought. <laughs> I'm going to bring California down today. <laughs> you can see the dam level. <laughs> just watching those last few boats that are on the water settling into the ground. <laughs> Have you seen that picture of the of the... Uh, of the reservoir? I think I have. Oh, it's, it's, it goes all the way to the tree line, and now it's like there's just a small channel with uh, Everywhere. The weird thing is that there's boats in there. They're, in the, you're in boating around in our water. Uh, oh, yeah, that would be great. Thank yeah, you. that's odd. Which which reservoir is it? I don't know what it's called. More coffee, sir? Thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, emptying their bilge tanks someone... and drinking water. <laughs> someone showed me a picture of, what, of how bad it really is, and it's pretty bad. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Was it shared by several of our friends on Facebook? Because if it wasn't, I probably have it in my privacy. I don't, do I don't think it was a Facebook yeah, post. I don't do that research on my own. Oh, if it doesn't come through the feed. I don't. I feel like I don't believe anything that's posted on Facebook. I don't believe anything, Even, any of it. I, I, it. I feel like 95% of it was revealed to be a hoax like last month or something. Right. <laughs> like some like, I've been making up all but, of this. I'm always like a little disappointed in the person who reposted it. Like, oh, you right. bit. Oh, you you bit on yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I don't even believe the ads for the Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> sure. Sure, it's a dollar. Sure, the first shave's a dollar. Okay, spending seven. $72 a week. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah, I actually did like for the album for my album like earlier this year, I did a promoted post where it's just like, all right, here's $40. Let's yeah. see how many. Doesn't not Oh, you mean it. to promote a post? Yeah, oh, yeah. like to on Twitter that. or Facebook? Facebook? It was on Facebook uh-huh. where you like actually pay, you know, create an ad that mm-hmm. like could potentially show up on the side of. I've done that for adult contemporary. Have you? I mean, no, 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 for uh, what's the. the I'm sorry for Little Joy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if it helped. I, I don't do it anymore. So, right. Is there a version of that where you pay per hit? I remember Jeremy Brook was doing that at one point. Yeah, yeah you pay per I don't click. Remember. It's like thirty-five cents per click or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow! But so for a while it was. Holy moly! Look at that. Yeah. Very excited. Yours looks amazing. Wow! I I'd like know. to congratulate Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Only the podcast audience can see the meal you were just having. Thank you very much. What happens? How do they make that? Um, Is that deep fried sandwich? mm -hmm. Dude, that is one of the most impressive meals I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) First, somebody else steals your wife. Then they throw you into debtor's prison. And then... They make a French toast powdered sandwich with ham and turkey. That is incredible. This feels very excessive. It looks amazing. I mean, when I'm you ordered to... it, I think anyone listening to the podcast, when you ordered the Monte Cristo, would be like, oh! <laughs> the geez, revenge is on okay. your cardiovascular right. system. <laughs> is everything okay? Is everything okay? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think also, too, this is, there's just no way I would ever make this. Mm. Or, you know, yeah. it's just... That for me, when I go to a restaurant, if I if I feel like I'm eating something that I could probably have thrown together, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I try and go nuts. <laughs> it would yeah. be funny if you were deep frying sandwiches in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you want to Monte Cristo? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you invite someone over for dinner. <laughs> what are you making? <laughs> 
<laughs> deep fried some sandwiches. sandwiches. Deep fried sandwiches. <laughs> Don't be shy. Get out of here. Could you go get me some powdered sugar? I just had some before you came over. I'm out. You eventually get stuck in your house. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is probably very unhealthy, but mm. it looks delicious. You deserve every minute of that. Well, thank you very much. I, I, all I need is some some small amount of encouragement. For anyone? Um, no, thank you. I'll take a little. Okay. Thank you. Just say one. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so okay, much. Thank you very much. Thanks. Cool. I wish you'd gotten pepper on that. I almost did. Well, the thing is, I <laughs> was going to do, pepper, it. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. do it. but I... I think a side of I... uh, Parmesan cheese. Just going to go Now, what is in there? Uh, I think it's, it's ham. ham it's ham and turkey and cheese, and it's kind of like a French toast with powdered sugar. I could live inside that sandwich. Well, you're going to take one of these home, or if you're not going to have it. Here, we're going to put this right there. Oh, thanks. And you're going to try it, and I'll put it. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you have to I, dip it in raspberry preserves, right? That's the I whole believe thing. it's right here on the on the side. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask for some pepper for the sandwich, but I didn't want to. I felt like the bit might not be as well received as I would have thought. <laughs> The salmon Caesar really is the saddest of all meals. <laughs> well, how so? I would say it's more of the retired Cape Cod yeah, divorcee of meals. <laughs> Tanqueray and seltzer <laughs> crowd. No, I, uh, I think you should get whatever you want most of the time. Mm. Yeah. You've proven that theory. <laughs> I know. I've had, I've had a lot of meals, and I, I'm always like, especially if, if I go to some place that like has like, well, we're known for our, you know, I usually always get that. Get yeah. that thing. What the hot pastrami sandwich? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Emily was actually the first person to have a bite of that, and the survey says. Mm. Wow. Oh my god. It actually feels like it could be served at a carnival. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We're really sharing something here. <laughs> I'll probably it tastes like a state fair. It does. <laughs> <laughs> a state fair of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> a total I'm... state fair of the heart. <laughs> oh my god. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love every minute of it. I don't know if I've ever had. <laughs> Christian died, but he's snoring. <laughs> he snores in his death. That's the old death rattle. <clears throat> oh, thank goodness. Yeah. He does every night. Um, I think the first time I under I heard of a Monte Cristo was when I was in college. I went to school in Boston, so it was like Bennigan's. Mm -hmm. I remember being at a Bennigan's and someone oh, yeah. ordering a Monte Cristo, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so appalled and confused mm -hmm. by it. And they're like, what do you mean? It was just like very kind of East Coast, like. That's normal. just what a Monte Cristo is, though? It's a yeah. deep fried sandwich. Deep fried sandwich. I never knew that. Yeah. Pretty much. Powdered Only sugar it's... and a raspberry dipping sauce. Yeah, and it's kind of a French toast type mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder why it's called Monte Cristo. That I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Mm -hmm. Well, what I do is I, uh, under every, like in the blog post for the show, I 
research stuff that we talk about, and I post it in the links. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can just like hyperlink to like, <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, Yosemite, click, and it's right there. So mm -hmm. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll research. <laughs> Money Cristo. Cristo. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there's something about, like, this just wasn't, didn't exist in San Francisco growing up. I mean, I'm sure it did or does somewhere, but as far as, like, it's a very winter East Coast. I feel like that's why it was created, was mm -hmm. to put on your winter weights. Mm -hmm. Cozy on up. To help you put on that freshman 15 when you go to college. <laughs> <laughs> did you go from San Francisco to uh, Massachusetts? Yeah. That was your schooling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I mean, they're both. The people would always be like, "Oh, Boston's like the sister city in San Francisco," but it more, I'd say, geographically, like they're very pretty cities, and mm -hmm. that's sort of where it ends. Germany <laughs> 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 similarities. They're on the water. One is sort of like the frontier of. You know, cultural melting pot, um, progressive, whatever. And You're talking other. about Boston, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I just assume. Yeah, Boston, very progressive, very open, very liberal, yes. welcoming of all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's deep. Boston has some very deep, deep stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved going to school there. It was a, it's like a great place to be educated. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a um, Emerson. Mm -hmm. That's where I went. Oh, you went to Emerson? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ah, that's great. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, Special some... coffee, sir. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. I think we actually ran out of cream as well. Oh, okay. I'll get you Thanks. Ah. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Emerson is like a, almost like a fee. I mean, the, when you look at the list of alums, it came So far, through. so good, guys? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. great. Yeah, thank thank you. you. It's almost like a Hollywood feeder system. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, it's like, the great thing about Emerson, and I felt this at the time, is that it's like designed for, like, the right brains. It's like designed for people who, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, I think right brains are the creatives, mm -hmm. and the left mm -hmm. brains are analytical. Right. I know that doesn't seem to make sense, but I, I think that's how it works. But yeah, so it's, it's, it does a very good job of that. I don't think a lot of, like universities endeavor to cater to the left brains. I mean, the well, right brains. Henry I mean, the Winkler and... Uh, ambidextrous brains. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Henry Winkler and... Uh, oh, hey, the perfect... Yeah, thank you. Thank Stephen you. Wright. Stephen Wright. Can't be Dennis wrong. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe it. Although I think she got kicked out for throwing a TV out the window. Oh, really? That's how you graduate. No, that's yeah. how you graduate from Emerson. Is you throw <laughs> one of the items in your dorm room out the window, and they're like, "She's ready." She's ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Get out there and change the world. Get out there and change the world. <laughs> Get out there and move to LA for three years and give up. No. Oh, okay. I had I used to date a girl that went to Emerson. People come out after after that, and it's almost like a grad school in a sense, mm -hmm. where they're like, "Well, now I've done it, and I'm going to come out." And there was just the, the cycles of people who and how long they stay in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, three years. Totally. I didn't. It's just like 
three years. I don't know what you could get cooking in three no. years, two years. Yeah. It's not unless you come to town and you were just in like some big movie or something. Like we got to get Christian Duguay in our thing. <laughs> yeah. Going in there and meeting people it just takes yeah yeah years. Or like some of the guys like <clears throat> there was a group of guys from Emerson who like Harris Whittles and all those guys. Sure, I didn't know he went there. Group. Yeah, and like cool. Mookie Blakelock and. Uh, David Horowitz and a bunch of guys and they they had a lot of um, good mentorship I think mm-hmm. through Emerson for like when they landed as far as kind of getting some cool web series made and that kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. that's a great way to do right. it they have an LA program which I never did I did something called the castle program mm-hmm. where you go live in a castle for what? a semester like a you go work on castle continue <laughs> 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 you work on the series <laughs> castle checkmate checkmate <laughs> so they they put you up in a castle mm-hmm. they like kind of own this 16th century castle in Holland in the south of Holland it's Good amazing work. wow two moats and a dragon's lair <laughs> Like, that would be the prerequisite. Uh-huh. How many moats? Oh, two. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm strictly a three-nut person. I can't. There's still some armies that can get into that castle with two moats. I know. And kill all the grad students in there. I love that there'd be more than one moat, though. Just like, yeah, the first one tires them out. Second one, they drown in that one. If they still have the will to tread across that moat. You kill me after the second moat, you really want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. They deserve the castle. <laughs> what? Although I guess, like, those moats were not of a size. They were, like, would have been embarrassing to not be able to get across. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? They weren't, like, vast. Right. They were just... Maybe they were more architectural. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were filled with poisonous eels or whatever. Right. All you gotta do, pretend you're the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Have Andre the Giant's booming voice. Um, classic. Those movies that just came out. I love it. I love it. I know. Princess Bride. I love it so much. And it was like 20 years ago. Oh. But still, everyone knows it. Everyone. Yeah. Know. Was it 20? Yeah, at least. Um, it's, the, the shitty I think thing about... is 94. 20 years ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> really well Damn put. It. Yeah. It's well said. Yeah. I mean, we're aging like champs, but, you know. Mm. Fine, it was fine. 94, was that about, about eight, nine years ago? Oh, no, no, yeah, 20. No. Like, <laughs> right. That was someone's lifetime ago. <laughs> right. Next Somebody. year, someone who was born in 94 can drink. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Great. What did Great. you do at the castle? It was like just classes. It was like a semester at Emerson oh, in a castle. So the, but oh, they just have it set up there? Yeah, they have it set up, but it's the cool thing about it is that you get like a year rail pass, and they schedule classes four days a week, and then your goal is to try to get as far away as you can with your four day, or your, you know, your three days every That's weekend, awesome. and then they have two ten-day travel breaks and two school field trips where they take you like all the way to Barcelona and give you some kind of like substitution for class by way of you know visiting museums and getting like a thorough education on the Duomo or whatever. Go to the Las Ramblas. Yeah, right. we went to the Louvre together. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. awesome. Exactly. And uh, and then they release you from there for your 10-day travel break so they'll help you kind of get as far away from the castle as possible. How far away did you get? Um, I would say probably uh, Rome, no, deeper. I think uh, Naples was probably the furthest I got from 
or yeah. Siena. Siena or Naples, depending on which was closer. That's awesome. Further north. No, wait, I rented a Toyota Sienna in Naples. That was, no, that was I rented it, a was small, it. compact <laughs> European car. Yeah. Or Prague or Budapest. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know the distance, but I, I think of Naples as the furthest south. And I then agree. one I time, yeah. One time I thought it would be fun to um, drunkenly try to swim across the port in Barcelona, like, ha-ha, <laughs> funny. <laughs> And the cops did not like it, and they all kind of came around and yanked me out of the water. And then this kid who was in our class, David Schwecke, was from from, uh, Mexico, but like, I think American born or German born, something like where he had like, he could speak Spanish, so he talked, he got me out of it somehow, talking to the cops, but in some weird mix-up I left that night without my passport and then just didn't it was before cell phones I just like didn't have my passport right and I was like well I hope David Schwege has my passport and then I had to just sleep on a bunch of trains pretend to be asleep all the way through like five countries (laughs) on a train and then luckily David Schwege did have my passport back Mm. in uh, I hope they don't open the couchette (laughs) seriously I was very much pretending to be asleep every time they came by wow. and checked stuff and it happened to not wake me up. Did you ever like do your That same story or? happened to her just uh, just uh, four or five months ago when we were at a comedy festival and you left your, oh your my wallet God. and driver's license. And ironically enough, David Schwecky had those too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we drove an hour close. down to the. It was Oakland, right? Yeah, to Oakland, the Oakland Airport International Airport. Yeah. From this <laughs> small comedy festival, we were going to be flying to New York mm-hmm. to do some shows, and we we had it all timed out. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was a long drive. Everything worked well, out perfectly. Hundred miles. If you have it timed out, yeah, you're sound. And we we had changed our tickets because of this festival and spent all this money. So this time we had to hit this flight. Right. It was like it was going to be so expensive. We didn't get it, and. We got there, and she came out of the bathroom, and she was crying. Uh, she said, I'm so sorry. I left my wallet there. I left my wallet. And, uh, but the last but it out. place we stopped before we left Hillsburg, which was like a Napa kind of river country, Napa, Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. We were eating lunch with a friend, and I was like, we had like 18 more days of like being kind of on the road and on vacation and stuff. And I was like, that was amazing. We just had the most joyous, amazing two days on the river with friends and wine country at this amazing festival. Love and then, that. It was awesome. And I was like, I don't know if I can stay. I don't know if I deserve all that. Like I was starting to crumble, you know, like. Oh, you mean doing the thing everyone does all the time? Yeah. <laughs> like I was having, yeah, having anxiety about like staying in it for the whole time mm-hmm. and being like, not being like, I got to go back and work. I'm not worthy, you know. Future tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were, when we were eating lunch, the, as we're about to leave this small town, they were like, don't, you, you're going to be fine. You're going to just enjoy it. Stay in it, you know. Right. You deserve this. But it's gonna be great. Awesome. Love and then it. we got in the car and we got a hundred miles down to the airport. And I was like, I left my purse like in the chair. I was having <laughs> that panic attack. <laughs> exactly. It was like a self-fulfilled panic attack Ugh, that I felt I needed to have somehow. Mm-hmm. But then I talked my way through TSA and got on the plane with no ID. They let her on with no ID. <laughs> wow. Intense. 
in this climate. They were all so nice. Everyone there was so They're nice. They were really, really oh, great about shucks, it. you know, normally I don't do something like this. Yeah, I swear that's exactly Did he, like, look around? Yeah. He was like, She goes, I, didn't let my, I don't let my driver's license. He goes, you don't. Where'd you <laughs> leave it? figure this out. Yeah, he goes, where'd you leave it? <laughs> Let's figure this out. And then he just, he was like, I'm just going to call the FBI, ask you a few questions. Did, is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I started to help her answer a question, and she was like, you cannot, like, they, okay. it was very serious. Wow. Yeah, he okay. couldn't talk but, to uh, me. Oh, my gosh. You've, oh, let's call the FBI. Actually, better yet, Wayne, come on over and here. And also Wayne. in Oakland, you would think it would be like this, kind of mm-hmm. like this. Lockdown city yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Probably more was. so than most of the other. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they were... Uh, they were really nice. Mm-hmm. You got any iguanas in that bag? Get in here. <laughs> well, you do now. Here you go. They give you iguanas. This is Leonard. Yeah. He likes it when you rub his weird scales. Yeah, I've only lost one passport. I, uh, I was, I used to be like before I got into comedy. I was a merchant marine for a lot of years. So, um, be. What they would do, like when you're pulling into a port, they would messenger your passports ahead so that you can get all the appropriate paperwork and they visas and all that stuff. Oh, cool. So they send a packet of like 25 guys on the ship. They sent their passports ashore in Shanghai. Like, that's neat. Maybe I should yeah, maybe I should really do that. <laughs> but somebody stole all the passports. So and it was like the passport that I had like all the like I backpacked oh. here for like three months and I had like a stamp in every country I was like this is cool like 22 I'm oh. living <laughs> I'm doing it I got stamps yeah and some Chinese guy stole it oh really yeah I think that's a fun way to end stole your story. memories stole my memories <laughs> without my memories <laughs> But I think, the, the, especially like American passports are so, uh, they're like a, a block a block of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. you can travel anywhere. And yeah. So many relationships that we have. Yeah. Um, David Schwecke always had problems on that. <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to say David Schwimmer David every Schwimmer. time. <laughs> he just couldn't make up his mind who to marry. <laughs> David Schweiger is Mexico's David Schwimmer, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, because he had, had a Mexican passport, he had so much trouble everywhere we went. It was, like, not cool. There'd mm-hmm. be 14 of us, like, <laughs> with our jolly American passports. Yeah. And then they'd check him and slap him around a little bit or whatever. Yeah, I um, was doing the same thing where you we were backpacking Europe and stuff. I was there for, like, three months. And then sometimes what I do, just to try and save money because I was so broke, is like plan because I had a URL pass. I'd plan a, a if it was like a seven-hour rail trip. I'd do like the night train, so you can just yeah. kind of. And we got stopped by. I think we were in like, like Prague or something like that. And so there was I was sharing a couchette with some Albanian, <laughs> and they came in. I was like, hey, here's mine, and the other guys, and here's mine. Come with us. <laughs> they took them off the train, and we that was it. As long oh as it was on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. I'm assuming this won't be a problem. <laughs> okay. Go right this way, Sarah. Terrifying. I was mm-hmm. I separated from my friends in Europe, and I had to take an overnight couchette where, like, with there's a line, and they're putting you in couchettes, and I was standing next to this super weird German with a black eye, and, like, 
an early cell phone, like a can of Heineken. <laughs> of what? Of Heineken? Yeah. Like a six pack of Heineken. He was as German as he could be. Drinking Heineken. Everything. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, thank he you. He was in the Lederhosen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which came first, the Heineken or the black eye? It's an interesting story. Fresh Shiner. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, it came down to them putting us in Kusha in rooms, and then they just put me and he. I was like 19. What? They put you myself. in it with this guy? Yes, a sleep car. So I spent the whole night, like, one eye open. He was spent the, he spent the whole time trying to get me to drink his Heineken's. Mm. And I was like, no, 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 uh, no. Nine. No. Nine, monsieur. <laughs> and he was, like, oh on the cell God. phone, like, decompressing whatever shit had just gone down. Like, it, you know, whatever caused the black eye had just happened. And he was like, It's a very halting language. Yes, it is. Also not very German, whatever I just did. <laughs> it worked. No, no, I think most of the German listeners completely understood <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. What were we watching recently where, like, the German accent was so terrible? Oh, it was a TV show. It was, uh, it was a superhero show, not Gotham, but it was... The Flash? It, no, it's some, it was some show where it, 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 there are superheroes and they're... Well, oh, it it's uh, Agents of the Shield. Right. <laughs> ah. She did an episode of Agents of the Shield. Hey, recently. congratulations. Oh, How exciting. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. It was just a little co-star, but it was fun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't you shrug your shoulders uh-huh. at me. Uh-huh. Don't you do that. We're celebrating accomplishments. We're celebrating. That's what we do here. Yay. I remember I saw you on Harry's Law. Uh-huh. And she had this big scene with Kathy Bates. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Emily. She's doing it. Doing, doing it. Doing it. Her memories. Oh, it'll be long forever. Is it? Uh, has it come out yet? When is it? No, I'm, do- I'm doing some ADR for it this week. So. Kaboom. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, that's exciting. Show business. I know. But we started watching an episode, a couple of episodes, because she wanted to just see what the show was like, what the sure. tone was, and there was a scene with. There's still have. Nazi villains, like it, they haven't played. You can't go wrong with a Nazi like, villain. Nazism you know? was almost invented so that Hollywood could have villains. So it'll they, never be PC. Yeah, you guys are be a little harsh with the Nazis. It'll never happen. No. Middle Eastern Chinese, sure, they'll run out eventually, but Nazis. Yeah, but they were. They were their accents were so bad. It was like, uh, it was just. Uh, I'm trying like, to remember what the scene was about. It was like they were trying to keep some secret item. It's like, oh, hello. So you think that you can... <laughs> you think? My bad. <laughs> my, my, my accent is actually worse than his, his, his was. Yours is really bad, but it was like, you're on television. You should... You should. <laughs> yeah. You're on television Someone, how did for you get your German this? accent. Get your like they decided on yeah. the set to be German. Like, oh, do it German now. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shisa together. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. I've played a couple of Nazis in my... Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like I was a Nazi bot. My friend did this show called Chat Room of Solitude. And it was for like Stan Lee's YouTube channel. So it actually screened at his panel and I got to go to Comic-Con and like watch it. But it was like a guy who was like half... Um, Nazi and then half robots. It was like a cyborg Nazi. It was all, yeah. it was all comedy. And then... Um, the other one was uh, for Uncle Mom, Uncle Mom sketches. Do you guys know Uncle Mom? No. It's, uh, it's uh, Kale Hartman. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Sean Perlman and Zach Paez and Payment Benz directed it. Oh, that's great. And he did this thing where, like, basically, like, they were talking about, like, being in a time machine. Like, what would you do with the time machine? And, like, Sean Perlman's like, I'd go back and I'd kill Hitler. And, you know, we're playing cards, we're playing poker. And, uh, And then it turns out that I am Hitler... I have a time machine and I went forward and I've been killing people who <laughs> tried come, to kill me. Yeah. Would come back. That's really funny. Right, so I, I go forward. He got a time. time machine. He's killing people who would take it. Yeah, That's and fun. there's a point where I like have this kind of like prosthetic lip and I like I like rip it off and I have like the Hitler mustache. <laughs> and you I can't t- shave your mustache. You have to cover it. <laughs> the cover. <laughs> who was he? Never you? understood shaving the mustache right. was a possibility. <laughs> I think that was uh, Caesar Romero playing the Joker. If I'm not mistaken, you just put white makeup on. He says, Susie, you want to shave? No, no, we're not going to no, shave. No. Just put just some white makeup paint on. It. It'll be fine. <laughs> paint my hair. Just paint over it. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I did that. And then Payman um, got hired to do sketches for Key and Peel. Oh, yeah. And so I just shot one of those a couple of weeks ago. Right. And he sent them the link, like, Hey, what about this guy? So it was the first time I ever like got a gig where I didn't have to go in and like hide my ear reading yeah. for oh, yeah, this guy. That's great. Oh, that's yeah, great that he's thanks. doing that. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's amazing. It's a big deal. And he's a super duper nice guy. Mm-hmm. So anytime like success happens to good eggs, mm-hmm. you're like, You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. We all celebrate. Yeah. High tide raises all the boats. <laughs> I should start watching Agents of Shield. Dude, uh, I well, we liked it when we started watching. We it. did, yeah. It was good. I like that kind of stuff. You know, the action packed, and you know, it's it's you know what it, it feels like. Um, it intentionally feels like an '80s serial. Mm-hmm. Like okay. it actually says, uh, "What's it?" Just before the like, epilogue we'll be right of back. the show. Uh, yeah. We'll be right back in a moment, which they don't really do that anymore. Very but they slight, do that once. Awesome. The, it's Joss Whedon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like yeah. there's an intentional kind of A-team feel to it. Yeah. They don't even yeah. do like opening credits anymore. You know what I mean? Like now the credit, like when's the last time you heard a theme song? Yeah. For, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. Everything's a cold <laughs> open. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they just have the cast's name. And then there's Maud. Is that what you're saying? Oh, um, like a Norman Lear Maud. Remember Maud? Oh, yeah. I just watched it again the other day when I was in Portland, and I was, like, sort of paralyzed from exhaustion, and I was watching Maud, and I was like, this show is great. She's killing it. Is it great? She's killing it, yeah. Is it great? The writing is really... So it's, like, it's a sitcom, but it's so dry and weird. For yeah. the time, it was, like... Pretty cutting I, edge. As a kid, like, I couldn't find one dark. relatable thing about it. It was there was no one in it that I. I mean, it was like a. It was a show that someone else was, was, would watch. So I bet I never, you would now think like, wow, they got kind of interesting for a sitcom at the time. They got pretty interesting. I hate to break this to you, Christian. This podcast is sponsored by B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remove all yeah, that blue part. Yeah, blue <laughs> you <laughs> it's true. Yeah. There but I like, mean, that's also not surprising because it was wasn't the the premise was sort of like it was like a, a marriage where the woman wore the pants kind of, or the mom was sort of the dominant oh, yeah, yeah. character, and that was unusual at the time. What I was think the, it was like kind of out on a limb in a way. Yeah. So was it that Maud was like? Was she? She was the mother of someone who was also a mother, right? She was like a grandmother in it, or what was it? Uh, oh no, thanks. I'm, I'm thank you. Yeah. Thank you. From what I understood from this one episode, it was really just that she was so brassy that the, the husband was the beta in the relationship, mm-hmm. and she had a grown child, 
But that was sort of the whole premise, was that it was like Maud, you know, Maud's so brassy. <laughs> Maud doesn't take you any You sound like Norman to... Lear pitching. Maud's brassy. <laughs> you get it? Right. And her husband Howard, you know, doesn't get a doesn't get a word in edgewise. Or it was funny, it was funny, like his character, like it was a very dark episode where her great aunt died in a plane crash, which she hated her from the beginning. She's like, she's on a plane. She took out a life insurance policy so that if she dies on that plane that I bought her, like this shitty airline plane mm-hmm. ticket, then I have to live with it. And I'm going to have to take all of her inheritance for her life insurance policy. She did it to make me feel guilty. And then she dies. Ooh, what? The aunt so dies. Dark. The whole thing is so dark. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me pitching, out. Pitching Wait, the room. Then she dies. Um, yeah, thanks so much. It doesn't go where you think it's going. No, she dies. She dies. Oh. And then they all revel in it. And they all, they're all, and the husband, the best part of, like, because sort of runner with the husband is that he keeps getting um, beat out to tell people the news. And he's like, I wanted to tell Frankie. Like, oh, it's just this guy it's who never gets Freud. It. It's about death and shot <laughs> It's so really funny. dark and weird, and I think definitely not. Uh, I think it was out there for the time. Mm-hmm. As far as like, well, what's this about? This is about a, a mom who's the dominant, or like a yeah. What what, what made it? What set it apart? Probably that maybe was, just the Norman Lear was making it in a heavy author. Well, no, I think that that was an interesting concept. Was it was on, not done? Yeah, I agree. Was B. Arthur in the show before? I like that this has just become about yeah. B. Arthur. Yeah. Most podcasts usually end up becoming about B. Arthur at some and point. And then I pull off my prosthetic lip and I'm B. Arthur. <laughs> but did, was she in a show? Was that her big show? Was she? I thought she was in something before that. Well, she was like 80 in Maude in the first place. Like B. Arthur She looked looks exactly, the, exactly same. the same. For like 40 years. She was years. born like the you know? timeless gnome. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Highlander. Right. <laughs> Still wandering the earth, right and wrong. You just have to cut her head off to kill her. That's the only way she's going down. Yeah, but there's also like you a can mirror. cut her head off, but it'll just grow back. The man's be, the man's be, 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 so me. She'll be replaced by Adrian Paul in the next series. Adrian Paul, where's that guy at? Is a Highlander. Aaron Paul? No, Adrian Paul, the Highlander. I think oh, yeah. Christopher Lambert did this, did the movies, and then like Christopher, would you, would you like to be in the series? I don't do TV. All right, Adrian <laughs> Paul, get in here. Wow. No, I don't do TV. No, okay. where is he? He's still muttering that in the bar somewhere. In the <laughs> but now it's more of a complaint. I don't do TV. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Why I don't do TV? <laughs> Speaks like a caveman. Why? Or Tarzan. Why oh I don't do TV? Because he's that residual tavern. <laughs> residual he's, tavern. He's muttering that a residual tavern. They cut him off finally. Mic. You don't have any more residuals. You don't have any residuals. <laughs> Why? No Because you TV. don't do TV. <laughs> I still get those checks all the time, like the residual checks, but I, I put them on the cork board. Because uh-huh. I probably have, you know, a dozen or so that are under 10 cents. Mm-hmm. You just, you don't, you're not yeah. going to cash them. But you're yeah. just like, the, the lowest I have is 0.0. 0. 
zero point zero 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 cents. It was just not it was money just at all. acknowledging that you're right. a person. Hey, that was right. <laughs> that we so remember in. you. <laughs> they sent you a memory. <laughs> a bad memory. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you could take this it. This is to worth one, cash this in for one memory. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's hysterical. Is residual still a thing? Is that bar still open? That bar I just went through the other day. Ah, did you take a residual me. check? No, but Christian's the one who told me that that's what they were, that's where it started. Do they still do it? I don't think I don't that, that, I don't they, think I that they do that anymore. Can't but I can't imagine they could, and I don't know how they ever did. Right. Maybe that was just. Uh, that's just a myth, but what I heard was that it used to be like this. You're taking your funny thing, you're taking your little rouge, we'll check and get a drink for or something. Like right. That. But, but I it, don't know. It's probably your first of, you know, yeah. a couple that you might have there. Yeah. Great. Just get you in the door. Yeah, that's true. And if you're cashing in a six cent check to try and get a drink, you're probably going to have a lot of them. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Why no work TV? <laughs> Actors' version of those Western Union check cashing places. Yes. But you, there was a, you were just there. Yeah, I was just there the other night because there was a there was a show in there. Really? <laughs> yeah, Alice uh, told me to come by because a friend of hers was doing stand-up for the first time, and then I went, and there was at least like one or two other people on the show that I knew, but it was a... I got The text was like, you should do the show sometime. It's a great workout room. And then I got there, and it was like... Oh, it was tough. There was a guy doing musical <laughs> stuff on there that nobody was listening. It was sort of a screamer, rocker, comedy, rock thing that nobody was paying attention to. It was just like a lot of noise fighting. And um, I still do it in a heartbeat, though. Right, right. It was I tough. guess uh, it was where tough. I'm getting is... Who books that show? <laughs> I gotta get in. I gotta it's what's his name? Right? He doesn't do TV. He's the, he's the <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many. There's any show will pop up, and it's just you know you always want to be a part of the community and always yeah. out there. And then there's just some some you walk in, and you're like, usually yeah. yeah, I got a whole body shudder. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna win. Yeah. There's no chance I can win. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. No, no. I kind of been in the. I started doing stand up in 2001, so that's like thir- 13 years ago. And then you get in there and just like, how? What's what, what's going on? How am I? No, I don't need to do. I don't. Yeah. yeah. The whole audience is watching the Lakers game. Yeah. And yeah. the TV's just, on super loud. I, dude, I just did it. Yeah. I just did that in Santa Monica. Um, the show that. Um, Oh, yeah, it's Ryan Connor and I have been doing this sh- for about a year or so. It was just like this this little secret we had. It was like this bar, and it's a burlesque show, but you get to do comedy in front of a pretty full bar, and they really want to watch comedy. But lately, it has sunk into... <laughs> everyone's just watching television. Right. And I had that exact moment where it was like... It's, I'm not gonna win. What am I? Right. What am I doing? And I, plus, you I, just get up there and you're like, there's, there's no way this is gonna this is gonna work. Right. I did and, that show not that long ago. It was on Emmy night, and so it was nothing but televisions with Emmy awards going on around my head, and I was like, I've never oh been so God. conscious that I'm not at the Emmys right, right. now. It's just right. um, in a real sadness. And the winner. For most frustrated comedian, <laughs> well, unlike most comics, like you have a, 
career that you're very successful at. So when you're going to like shows, especially you're like, oh boy, it's it's ten thirty and I gotta go punch <laughs> in at like eight o'clock tomorrow. What, what yeah, am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? I get it. Mm-hmm. I was a long drive back though. It's like cause when you drive all the way up to Santa Monica for a show and it doesn't work out, you wonder why you went in the first place. Mm-hmm. I guess it's better. I mean, sometimes those those shows are better for you than you know than I doing well. Two boxes. Um, I, this looks like I'm all, his I'm salads set, to go. But, uh, no. You don't want that? No. You want it? Take that. I'll take it onto my yeah, wife. That's good. Yeah, very good. She, she'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Plus, I can also put my yes. my sandwich in yeah. there too. Can I have another piece of this? Please, are you kidding me? You can have the whole thing. Nope. All right, I think if we're asking for the to-go box, we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Um, This was fun, though. Do you guys smell that? That was a total success. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twitter, uh, websites, where can people, like... Yeah, I'm Emily Maya Mills everywhere. Like Boxes? Great. My EmilyMyMills.com at EmilyMyMills on Twitter. Uh, EmilyMyMills. You can throw that into a couple different email formats. Or get me. Google. Just Google it. <laughs> I'm the first three pages. And at Christian Duguay? At Christian Duguay uh, on Twitter. And uh, you can't... You, you can't find me at christianduguay.com, but uh, I'll develop that website eventually. <laughs> I own it. Right. And uh, uh, ridiculousness and fantasy, fantasy factory. factory. And, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. This is delicious. That was delicious. That was episode 53. Thank you again to Christian Duguay and Emily Maya Mills for hanging out. Uh, find them online. Support them in real life. Uh, also, go to grabmylunch.com. Uh, go to mattknutson.com if you're feeling saucy. Uh, it's the Grab My Lunch podcast. New episodes come out every Saturday, uh, so do not be a stranger. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. You don't have to look far to be constantly reminded of how fortunate we are. So um, look out for each other. Uh, high tide raises all the boats. Uh, thank you all for your support. GrabbingLunch.com, MattKnutson.com, and in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends. 